Good afternoon and welcome. We are here live with the Mr. Jake Bentz of Lake Sotheby International Realty. Good day. Thanks for coming, Jake. Nobody has been drinking. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. I also have uh, Jessica Von Baron, our business development manager. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon, yeah. And our wingman, or my wingman, excuse me, Mr. Stieg Sandell. Glad to be here. Glad Pleasure to be, to be here. here. Okay, let's let's reference those noises you gentlemen were making. <laughs> noises or, uh, uh, you know, music to our ears. That's from the 1980 uh, biopic of Brad and Steve. The, uh, <laughs> it's too bad that video today. Strange brew, yeah. No, it, it's unfortunate the folks can't see you. They're wearing toques right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jake is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have Brad and Steve, a.k.a. Bob and Doug McKenzie. That's right. Uh, that's right, you hosers. Yeah, in case you didn't know, in the world of Bragoulet, a toque is a hat, yes. and Canadian bacon is ham. Yeah. So we've we've been learning that here off air. But uh, thanks for bringing the props. The we back bacon. The back bacon. Yeah, back bacon is Canadian bacon back, is ham. Back to the toque. My senior Zach, who was he must have been five or six at the time, but I'll never forget. He came home from kindergarten. And he's like, Dad. No one in my school knows what a toque is. <laughs> they call it a winter hat. I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get used to it. Did you say nobody knows what back bacon is either? <laughs> yeah, back bacon. Eat it, yeah. All, anyone listening that sub 40 is going, what are they talking about? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, this is a real estate slash mortgage podcast. We got into a little movie TV show trivia back in the day. So if you're bored, look up Bob and Doug McKenzie. Called the true, uh, yeah, the, the great north, the, the great, 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 great white north, great white right. north. Yeah, strange brew. They're funny guys. Trivia. Trivia. Do you know who sung the theme, the great white north? I Take. do not. It was uh, Getty Lee from Rush. He's Canadian. Isn't oh, he, he is Canadian. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to get that. We'll, <laughs> we'll get that and work that in here at some <laughs> point. Anyway, okay, back, back to real estate, the really fun stuff. Brad, what do you got for us? Well, let's dive into Jake a little bit. Jake is uh, recently, he's recently uh, joined brokerages and he's with Sotheby's. Why don't you tell our listeners, Jake, kind of why Sotheby's, how you kind of got back into real estate? Um, story to get there, well, they conned me into it. <laughs> yeah. um, see, I, I started uh, in real estate back in 2002 selling new construction and then that uh, that parlayed into opening uh, Keller Williams shops. And Who did you sell new construction for? It was a builder by the name of M.W. Johnson. Okay. It was a good experience, a great way to get into the industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of things happened uh, with real estate as it took off and new construction grew. And I found that uh, I wanted to sell existing homes as well. Mm-hmm. And so I quickly moved into that. It was uh, probably by 2003, 2004, I had moved okay. on to that's a great education, though, selling new construction. It was great, yeah. It, uh, it it was a great way to learn the business. And then after going through the real estate crash of the, the grand 2007, <laughs> 2008 years, yeah. I ended up deciding to take a, a, an early retirement in, what was it, about 2016, just to go follow some passion projects around sustainability. And, yeah, lo and behold, Sotheby's dragged me back in. They said, you know, you should really reactivate your license, come back to the business, and 
And so I did. Here I am now. <laughs> was it like in another movie reference, was it like Al Pacino and Godfather 3? <laughs> Just when I thought it was out. Please bring me back in. <laughs> like that? Right. Okay, that was that was Jake Benz at the dinner table. About, uh, yeah, I was breathing ago. fresh air again and sleeping well at night. <laughs> and, uh, I realized just how much I, I miss it. I really missed working with people, and helping right. people buy and sell and, and invest. You know, worked with a lot of investors over the years, so it's good to be back in it. Yeah, because it's a we we all take for granted what we do every day and what you do every day and this, the knowledge you have most people just they don't deal with it and they, they need that uh, they need something guiding them along the way what's the um biggest thing you've seen since 2016 since getting back into it the last year here has anything changed yeah it's remarkable social media has social a much media. bigger <laughs> presence and <laughs> uh, in the real estate industry but sustainability has really taken off i was involved in the and development of one of the first green home building programs in the Twin Cities. And at that time, nobody really knew what sustainability was and uh, sustainability in housing especially. So that has grown tremendously. I sit on the sustainability committee, committee for the Minnesota Association of Realtors. And just the presence of that committee and what it's done for sustainability in the state of Minnesota is fantastic. I mean, I mean, you're saying sustainability, just so our audience fully understands. I believe you're referencing all the wonderful programs that help people stay in homes and allow maybe people that haven't owned a home in the past, like Minnesota Housing, Wisconsin Housing. Thank you for bringing that up, because that is the biggest part that is often overlooked. So a lot of people are familiar with building green, um, yeah. building environmentally friendly homes and fuel efficient homes. Also, there's a big social need out there, and that is uh, sustainability actually has a three-legged stool. You know this concept as a golfer. (laughs) So those are environment, economics, and then social. So it's got to make sense economically to do certain things. If you want a house that performs well and with efficiency and is environmentally friendly, a lot of people oftentimes are worried about the cost involved in that. And a lot of the materials now have come down in price. Where solar now, it's it's an even play. People are paying no more for their solar financing than what they were paying before they had solar for for True. gas. Yeah. You know, so I should learn for electric. Rather, <laughs> so I get my Excel statement. I'm the guy that says your neighbors are here and you're up here. Yeah, you use a lot of energy. A lot of energy. What's cool? Maybe that's another podcast. See what's going on at the Goulet house this season. Jake not only is a gentleman and a realtor, but a scholar as well, and a scholar of sustainability. Yeah, I don't know (laughs) if I'd call me a scholar. An education dabbler. We'll go with Okay, education (laughs) dabbler, but you're soon to be master of sustainability. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? So I'm pursuing my master's of science in sustainability management. When I was involved in the green building program, and it was the Minnesota Green Star program when we were developing it with the Green Institute at the time. Corey Brinkema was heading that up and we piloted a new home for him. And it was really fascinating. I fell in love with sustainability at that point and decided I wanted to to grow my brain around it and uh, study building science and sustainability as a whole. Um, Not only for the sake of building, but also for the sake of just educating other people to sustainability and what all it means, how it benefits all of us and our neighbors. Okay. Okay. And 
the Green Institute. Talk a little bit about that. Tell us. I mean, I know what it is. <laughs> but for, uh, no, so, I'm just kidding. Yeah, t- talk to a little bit about that. The Green Institute was an organization that was created to uh, a big part of it where the way I was introduced to it was they would take materials that people were removing from some of the old homes in Minneapolis. And instead of just trashing all that beautiful woodwork and those old doors, yeah. people would donate them to the Green Institute. Green Institute would actually come and pick up those materials, take them back to their warehouse. And then they'd be available for people like me who were rehabbing those old oh, homes cool. and needed Did woodwork to match. Did you say Green Institute. Oh, Green Institute. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make fun of people for throwing away their old games. <laughs> so, yeah, but their, their bigger mission was to create programs, and a big part of that was creating a green building program. Gotcha. So it's reusing, reduce, reuse, and recycle, I suppose. You got it. So it's, it. it's focusing on reusing a lot of that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Green, but then the other ones, the other... Let's go through. Let's go through all three of them, if you will. Green. <laughs> the three pillars of sustainability. You've got uh, the environmental piece, which is making sure that we're living as environmentally efficient as possible. You know, reducing our carbon footprint, and so solar is a big part of that. Renewable energies, uh, wind power, and lots of new technologies coming on to reduce our reliance on fossil fuels. But then another big part of it is economic, because anything you're going to do that's sustainable, it has to make financial sense, or people are not going to do it. And then that third component is the social piece. So Minnesota Housing Finance Agency just put out a good, healthy chunk of dough that's available for, for home buyers, for investors, for developers to help make homes more affordable for for disadvantaged folks and create a better living environment for mm-hmm. for those people that are living in housing with services. So oftentimes, um, uh, we used to call them group homes, mm-hmm. and they would be run down. They weren't, uh, the, the landlords weren't always af- couldn't always afford to keep them up. And, and mm-hmm. So now funds are available to, to create awesome. better environments there. That's great news. Yeah, we obviously we we work with the Minnesota Housing Finance Agency for a lot of first time home buyers. We use their it's called their startup program, and then we've got uh, for the second time home buyers their step up program, and then obviously the fix up program, which I think is probably part of what you're talking about, where they can go to MHFA to to get money to improve their house. And it sounds like there's even special money set aside for sustainable. Projects that yeah, yeah. So, and it's more and more of the details are still coming out about some of the requirements that they're going to have, but there is a sustainability component to it. Awesome. So, since 2016, social media in the real estate world is, is different, it's more front and center or new, I guess. <laughs> That really wasn't around in 2016, right? We weren't. I don't think we were doing. I think it was just you and I weren't on it. <laughs> it wasn't as not. I mean, yeah, a no, few you, people were doing it. Real yeah. estate, it wasn't. Twitter was. Uh, yeah, it was, was was popular amongst agents. Yeah, then. but that's changed. Things are greener, yeah. right? People, you see the solar panel panels. Oh, I'm sorry. You were talking about uh, sustainability and it, its presence at that time. Well, just real estate in general, from. 2016 to now, like you said, agents are more easily found on social media. Social media. That's one big change from 2016 to 23 and 24. Sustainability is a bigger focus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A 
other changes, other changes. Uh, that I've seen in real yeah. estate from then. How about prices? It's interesting to look <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. So what you're feeling, reintroducing yeah. yourself to it. Prices. I'll give you guys some trivia. Okay. Ten years ago, the average home price in the Twin Cities. You want to take a stab at it? Ten years ago. The average home price in the Twin Cities. Yeah, this is 14. What so year is this? This is as of December of 2013. December. Uh, 199,000. Uh, a little bit more than that. 220. It's, oh, close. It's 231. 234. Okay. 234. Yeah, a little over 234. Okay. And that now, was as of December of 2013. Now, I'll guess 10 years later. So, December of 2023. Four hundred thirty-four thousand nine hundred twenty. Four thirty-four. So that's nuts. That is that's nuts. crazy. So twenty sixteen, it was two seventy-three, mm. and now it's two thirty or four thirty-four. Four thirty-four. Yeah, that was a little surprising when I came back, and I've I've seen I've paid attention and watched the home values climb, but I had not made that comparison until I sat down. At the numbers the other day, it was yeah. yeah it's wages wild. haven't doubled. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, back back in 2013, the uh, it's the, just starting to. Yeah, I mean we're rebounding from the barely turning around. Yeah, yeah from yeah. The, from the crash of 2007 2008. Uh, I remember on that time the maximum conventional financing was at uh, just over four hundred thousand dollars, and now we're to almost $800,000. <laughs> that's so that's almost doubled. So yeah, maybe I guess that sounds like everything's in line. What else has doubled since then? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the rates doubled for yeah. there. If we go to October <laughs> rates, true. thankfully we're coming back down to, was it in 2013 rates? We're at right around 4%. And then when I, let's see, 2016, what do I have? Three, three point six. Is where they were at. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> how soon we forget. Yeah. Now we're a little bit higher than that today. Uh, we can just add it all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in the mid sixes. Now. Yeah, we're in the mid sixes. High sixes, I guess, depending on depending the on the day. Store. Yeah, on the day. Yeah. A week ago, six point one. You know. Yeah, but you know, as six point one again next week. You know, <laughs> the oven flow. But as you know, as rates went up, the one thing. One positive thing that you know nobody wants to talk about about when rates went up is that it, it sort of put a a stop to the ridiculous increases in prices and and people buying houses without even seeing them in person and not having inspections or appraisals or yeah. that kind of thing. So a lot, a lot of people just were got caught up in that frenzy of oh interest rates are three percent we got to buy everything and anything and we'll spend fifty grand over list price just to get into it. And now it's settled down a bit where, where buyers really have a, a more a reasonable negotiation ability because of the because of the prices coming down and the yeah feeding. and it's also helping to stabilize the housing market because the home prices when those rates were so low we saw drastic <laughs> drastic increases in in home values and for it, it's better for the market to have more more stable. Home prices. We still, year after year, even through those rough years of 20, 2007, 2008, your average home price was still higher every year. We haven't had a year where your average home price has dipped. Going back as far as I, I think I, I went all the way back to yeah 2013. So 
So are you saying buying a house is a good investment? <laughs> Absolutely. They're, um, the, what's the prediction? Another Predicting another 3% gain in 2024, which is pretty phenomenal considering that it's, uh, the buyers have been slower in mm-hmm. watching rates and rate of dependence. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is our population continues to grow. Right. And we can't build homes fast enough to appease all those home buyers that are out there. So that's what drives home values. Yeah, there's a lot of pent up demand in there right now, or pent up demand out there right now. And I think once we see rates in that low six to high five range, I think things are gonna start moving quickly. And uh, you better buckle up as we heard some- Buckle up. (laughs) Make that happen a little faster, would you? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) We're counting on you guys. But you know what, now's a good time to get in the market before, you know, before it's a crowded, crowded market out there where you're starting to get all those multiple offers again and you start having to bump up the price. So, Do you feel like the weatherman sometimes, you know, what's the rate going to be today? (laughs) (laughs) You're to blame if it's not right for me. Well, yeah, but the good thing is that all the economists that we follow, the Mortgage Bank Association, National Association of Realtors, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, all the, you know, you name it, pick the hits. Everyone's pretty much predicting the Rates dropping over the next two to three years, especially this year as we enter the Bob election cycle. Bob and Doug predicted that too. Bob and Doug did, yes, <laughs> of course, and they know, they know. So yeah, so it's 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 a unique it's a unique time in that there's a consensus that rates are coming down. So buckle up, like we like to say, buckle up, yeah. go out and get your house and and call Jake and make sure it's green and sustainable and. The whole deal. For sure. On the streets right now, Jake, uh, some of the questions or calls you're getting, what's the consumer sentiment? Different for everyone or people? The fact is there are deals to be had out there. Yeah. Those that are paying attention, they're jumping on it. So it's, yeah, you can, right now you can, you can get a home that's discounted just because it's been sitting on the market a little bit longer. And those buyers know they can always refinance that rate when it comes down. So it's now's a good time to take advantage of that equity play big time. You can get into a house right now with instant equity. Yeah, we just had one this morning we were talking about that the price range was six, seven, let's say, and it was going for about 40 grand less, it sounds like, so. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. There there are deals to be had and but you need a good realtor to help you find and lender and and lender. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. no kidding. One yeah. two punch like Bob and Doug. That's right, Bob and Doug. <laughs> you know the other the other advantages for the investors that are out there because investors now are seeing yes. that that they've been able to raise rents all along the way here, mm-hmm. and now you can positive cash flow very easily when you purchase a property, just because of the what you can get on rent for homes now. And Jake, I know you know this, but for some of the listeners out there, the viewers are, are avid fans, you can buy an investment property if you're going to live in it. So if you're buying a duplex and you're going to live live in one half and rent out the other, you can do that with as little as 5% down payment now. Rock on. Is that, I mean, is how, big. it is big. So we're excited about that. I think that's going to drive a lot of, and we've seen people take advantage of that and it's, you know, it's really opening a lot of doors. And yeah, a lot of first-time home buyers. People have known homes in a couple of years are doing that. Yeah. You can find a du- duplex or a threeplex or fourplex. Yeah, one to four units. It's a great deal. 
Yeah, it's, it's a good deal. It really is. Yeah, because yeah. they're the one I'm doing now, they're renting it for more than their mortgage payment's going to be, to your point. Yeah, we did not have that prior to 2016. So it just came out of November, okay. November of 23. It just, just came out. 2023, yeah. That's great. Yeah, I got a, I've got a kid, and he's a... He's 19 or 20 years old. He's buying his oh, first yeah. house, and it's a duplex. And, you see. Uh, <laughs> way to do it. Yeah, he's a, he's a sharp kid, and he's going to be, uh, we're all going to be working for him someday, I think. He, <laughs> I, I wish I was half that smart. When I, I wish I was half that smart today. You know, I think I think I was half that smart. I'm just going on a limb. Uh, well, thanks for coming today, Jake. Time flies when you're having fun. How about if someone wants to get a hold of you, would they call your cell phone and what yeah. is that or go to your website? Best way to reach me is 612-518-8598. I love text messages, so go ahead and uh, and <laughs> yeah, my text. Hands down, the best way to get a hold of me. Email address is jake.bents at lakesmn.com. Jake, I just texted you this morning to make sure you were going to come here. And... Uh, <laughs> The response I got back was, new phone, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> I, I take it you didn't save my contact. I'm surprised that I got it. I thought I had you blocked. <laughs> Good play. Uh, oh, okay. Give Jake a call. You won't be disappointed. He's a great guy, great agent. He can well, help you buy or sell your house. And- thanks, Doug. Was there a good looking one? <laughs> Thanks, we'll guys. See you next time. Hey, take care, right? Eh?